Hey, everybody. I have some great news. What's the news? The news is if you call the phone number 918-268-6337, you can leave us a voicemail and get on the show. Yeah. Ask us to talk about something. Give us your opinion. Uh, say a funny comment. Whatever you want, we'll play it on the show if it's uh, appropriate. So um, do that and then leave us a review on Apple Podcasts for five stars. And do you know what I'll do, Joe, for you personally? What are you going to do for me? I'll do what those people at the bank used to do for me as a kid when I was in the passenger seat. I, I'll put a sucker in the tube. What does that mean? <laughs> you figured out. <laughs> Welcome, welcome back to Not Qualified. Uh, this week we're doing something a little different. What are we doing, Joe? We're going to be talking about tunes. You thought we were talking about movies, you idiot. Yeah, for you absolute yes, buffoon. Why do you listen to us? Gosh, you so dumb. No, we're talking about music this week. <laughs> Paul, Paul Martin. We're talking about music. <laughs> Sorry. I just like to throw in random names of people we know probably listen. Yeah. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Hope you're doing well. You're awesome. You're a cool yeah. guy. You're probably um, you're probably going to hear this when I'm you're Paul here Bubbly. in town. Uh, so, hey, it's good to see you through the, your ears. Three, well, that's not seeing, in Joe. The There's past. a word for that. I don't remember it. Um, all right. So, we're talking about music this week, actually. So, um we typically focus on movies, but we're kind of just a catch-all pop culture thing. Yeah, for we've already we've talked whatever. about TV shows and video games. Yeah, so maybe a little bit. Um, we're going to talk about some of our favorite bands. Uh, we're actually both musicians. Um, I release music. We we play together all the time. We like do gigs together. We've played for years. So yeah. like music is a big part of both of our lives, and uh, um, we have lots of music that has formed us that we love. Um, and I think we're going to talk about a little bit of that today. Yeah. Um, I think we, we could start off just talking about some of the music that we grew up listening to, just music we think is like objectively good music that helped shape some of the music today, some of the music that we listen, the reason we listen to music that we like today, just in general. I'll throw one out there. Uh, Patsy Cline. Okay. Yeah, I grew up listening to Patsy Cline. My mom loves Patsy Cline, so I just grew up hearing her. So every time I hear her, I think of my mom. And oh, that's sweet. Yeah, very sweet. Hey, mom. I don't think she listens. I doubt she Donna. listens to us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw it out there. Okay. My favorite band of all time is a little band called Falling Rocks. Wow. <laughs> it's a joke. Um, if you guys want a t-shirt, hit us up. Hit us up. <laughs> I still, I'm still in the hole on those. Um, There's still some you never gave out. I know. We have those t-shirts ever. Thank you. Shout out to Dylan Brown. Thanks for helping us screen print those, by the way. Uh, we still have them. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so talk, speaking of music, um, I'll throw one out there. Music I grew up on. Um, it's funny because my favorite band of all time has been the same most pretty much my whole life. Yeah. Um, and every once in a while, I'll think I'm going to change it and I'll think, Ooh, I love this band so much. It's going to knock off the top spot. Yeah. And then I'll go back and listen to this band and just one album. And I'll think, no, that like th there's nothing that can top this because it's, it's funny because with music, um, because it's so completely subjective, um, your standard for what's good is just your standard. There's almost no objective. I mean, I mean, there are things that objectively um, have a certain result, right? Like if I, 
like in music theory, right? Yeah. If I go from a major four to a minor four and then resolve to the one, it's going to sound sentimental because that's what we're programmed to feel in Western music. But that's not objective. That's still just a subjective feeling. Yeah. And that's how music is. Um, so when there's a band that sets the standard for what you even like in music, yeah. you obviously cannot top that because they set the standard. Yeah. And for me, that band's ELO. Uh, electric light orchestra i if i go back and listen to out of the blue or discovery or face the music any of those albums um i immediately think yeah there's nothing else that can ever top this um so that's probably the biggest influence on my music taste um i my dad played elo growing up he had the two disc set of elo's greatest hits it was like the purple and green cds and i listened to those non-stop um i have a playlist on spotify specifically for this oh um it's called Tribute, brought to you by Mazda, because either these are all the bands I listened to in my mom's Mazda Tribute group. Oh, up. nice. So I was like, oh, that title works out. So I have Norman Greenbaum. Spirit in the Sky was my favorite song for a really long time. Yeah. I don't know what's in that place now. Probably Stateline, I think just by default. Um, Drift Away, Dobby Gray. Yep, that's Fleetwood a good one. Mac. My mom has a very eclectic music taste, so that's where I get that from. Uh, Nirvana, Allison Chains, Otis Redding, Johnny Lang, uh, Collective Soul, Bob Seger, Tom Petty, uh, Poison, Etta James, Maroon Five, and then she loves country music. So I have a lot of country music on here as well. But yeah, she grew up with such. That's an pretty eclectic. Yeah, band. mine is the same too. Although mine's a little less eclectic than yours. I have a lot of like early two thousands weird stuff that I liked when I was growing up, but most of my music taste is late seventies, early eighties, um, like late seventies, especially soft rock, yacht rock. Um, then some mid seventies prog rock. That's the basis of my music taste. And then it extends into the eighties with stuff like tears for fears, um, stuff like that. But I'll say I have a playlist on Spotify called the greatest songs of all time. And, uh, number one, my favorite song of all time is actually not by a band at all. Uh, or even a human. It's by a frog, and it's Rainbow Connection yeah. um, from the Muppet movie, the 1979 Muppet movie. We should, if you, we should do an episode on that movie, by we the should, way, sometime. Yeah. Um, but that song and the soundtrack to that movie had a huge influence on my music taste as well. It was composed by Paul Williams, who also composed a lot of the Carpenters and early 70s stuff like that. And yeah. uh, um, anyway, so that's a huge part of it. And then, of course, ELO, uh, the Beach Boys. Um, uh, bread, bread is a huge one for me. Stephen yes. Bishop, Stephen Bishop and Jim Croce, the Eagles, Super Tramp, Tears for Fears, people like that. Uh, James Taylor, uh, John Denver. That's the basis bed of my music yeah. taste. And then um, I, I tend to build on more modern stuff based on how it fits in with that. So like, not intentionally, but just that's what I like. That's what my ears prick up at is stuff that sounds like, um, sounds like. Yacht rock in the 70s. So, um, and this is something we've talked about, and something I've noticed about myself, and something that Austin uh, mentioned the other day is my we all have really wide music tastes. Yeah. And I think the older we get, the like the more music we listen to, old and new, it keeps growing. Um, But we all have our little niche. We all all have like, oh, this is what you kind of lean towards. This is the Joe music. This is the Zephyr music. Um, And my music is definitely modern music that sounds like older music. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, like Dr. Dog. And the dip. Yep. um, Or funk. Or funk. funk. Yeah. 
Mine, I definitely lean, lean singer-songwriter, but it, it, it changes a little. So some modern artists that I love, um, speaking of modern music that sounds like older music, uh, Young Gun Silver Fox is probably my favorite modern band that's yeah. still producing music. And they intentionally make music that sounds like late 70s yacht yeah. rock, which is my favorite genre. So there's that. Um, and then people like Stephen Day. If you don't know Stephen Day, Man, go listen to Stephen Day. Um, shout out to my boy Steve. Um, you are, yeah, he's like one of the best songwriters, uh, that I listen to currently. Um, and then, uh, Brook in the Bluff is really good. Yep. Hippocampus, of course, if you're in your twenties, you have to like Hippocampus. Yeah. There's um, a, there's a, Joan sh- is great. There's a certain group of artists that if you are our age or you're early to mid twenties, yep. Uh, you have to listen to them. Hippocampus. Hippocampus. Van Camino. Van Camino. Joan. Joan. Valley. Valley, yeah. Um, Vacation Manor. Vacation Manor. Um, Colony House. Yeah. Ben Rector. In fact, like we should have, have to... Austin on this episode. He's in the other room. <laughs> um, you have to listen to that music. Um, but it's all really good music. I love all those bands. Yeah. And I think you know, all the like all the people you just listed, I love all those bands. The people I listen to actively yep. every week. Uh, I think they're fantastic. Uh, like I was saying, a lot of the music I listen to sounds like old music. So my favorite band um, of all time, this happened a couple of years ago. It used to just jump back and forth. It used to be like CCR and Fleetwood Mac and just random. They would just kind of jump around a little bit. And then I started listening to The Dip. Yep. And over the course of like a year, I went, yep. I have never, I can listen to every one of their songs on repeat. I, and I've been doing it for like four years. <laughs> I also really like the dip. Uh, you inter- Well, I had heard Stateline, but then you introduced me to the rest of their stuff. Um, we've seen them live twice. Yes. And the first time we saw them was in Kansas City, Missouri. And that is my favorite concert I've ever been to. <laughs> I thought that was so much fun. Like, like, it wasn't necessarily, like, you like them a lot more than I do. I still like them a lot, but, yeah. like, you like them more than I do. Um, and there's other bands that I like more that I've seen. <laughs> And love their concerts, but I have never had as much fun at a concert yeah. as I had at that first dip concert. Was it was just fantastic. so fun. Um, I love Doctor. The Doc. Riot Room was such a fun the right, place. It was a great for, venue. It was a great venue, uh, especially for smaller bands yep. like that. Uh, I love Doctor Dog. Uh, two of my favorite songs of all time are "State Line" by The Dip and "Where'd All the Time Go" by Doctor Dog. Where'd all the time go? Um, yeah. California Honey Drops are fantastic. Oh, yeah. They're the same thing. Same thing. Super Doppler is Super another Doppler's band in the same thing. Yep. Uh, you mentioned them earlier, Young Gun Silver yeah, Fox. Young Gun Silver Fox. Fantastic. Yeah, those are all bands that sound intentionally sound like past eras, yeah. and I love that. I think it's fantastic. Um, as far as songwriters go, so I write a lot of songs, and there are three songwriters that's – well, there's really five songwriters that stick out in my brain as being the most influential to me. Um that I think like, man, that's what I want music to sound like. That's what I want my songs to sound like. And the number one by far for me is Ben Folds. Yeah. Um, as far as just songwriting and, and style and production, um, Ben Folds is like the gold standard for yeah. me. Uh, I love, I've grown up on Ben Folds. I can't get enough of them. Um, and then another, but my favorite, my actual favorite songwriter of all time is Randy Newman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't think anyone else can write songs like with the same emotional content that Randy Newman can. Um, he's incredible. And then the other songwriters on that list would be Chris Rice. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Lynn. And, <clears throat> um, 
I don't know who the fifth one would be um, as far as like an influence on me, but some other modern ones I like are Chris Trapper. Did you say James Taylor? James Taylor's up there. Oh, no, my number five is for sure Jim Croce. Yeah. Jim Croce, more than uh, James Taylor. I think he's probably my favorite. If we're just talking songwriters, yeah. I think he'd probably be my favorite. He's made me cry more than any other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Jim Croce. Um, but then as far as other modern people I like, I love Chris Trapper. I love No More Kings. If you've never listened to No More Kings, shout out to my boys Pete and Neil. Uh, you guys got to go listen to them. Um, there's a lot of good stuff out there, but I tend – to find it randomly. Like it, yeah. I, I stumble across it by happenstance and it's never on, it's not like on the radio. Yeah. Um, it's not even word of mouth. Usually it's, it's just it's like, I chance. find it by chance. Like it'll be in a TV show or it'll TV, be TV shows or video games. Yeah. They do a really good job of just introducing music. Yeah. YouTube algorithms. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Sometimes just throw it at you and they're like, Hey, listen to this. And, and they're like better than views. Discover Weekly on Spotify is pretty good, but it yeah. for me it's back and forth. Some days it's great, sometimes it's awful. Yeah. All right, Joe, what is uh, a song that you really don't like? It doesn't have to be your least favorite. Just a song you don't like. It's not that it's a bad song. I think objectively, well, I would talk about that already. Objectivity really count. No, you. Uh, it's okay. subjective. Objective objectivity is subjective. Fair enough. <laughs> objectively, I think it's a well-written song. But I could live the rest of my life a happy man if I never heard um, All I Want for Christmas is You ever That's again. so funny because I actually really like that song, but I don't like the Mariah Carey version. The Her version is the one I don't want to hear. Yeah. I ever again. I'd rather shoot my kneecaps out. Well, that's intense. I can do that for you. Tell you what, here's a song that can I you, hate. Can you guarantee I'll never hear it again? It, no. I'll take that. No, I can't. A song that I hate. And I can't tell you why, Joe. Well, I can't. I just hate it. Okay. Um, I, I think I know what you're going to I don't say. know if you do. Because I like this artist okay. Oh, never mind. I actually like the artist. Um, a lot of her stuff is good. But I yeah. hate the song Firework by Katy Perry. Yeah. I hate it. I just cannot stand it. I thought you were going to say Tainted Love. Oh, I also hate Tainted <laughs> Love. I don't like sunglasses at night. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> sure. Nobody would have ever thought about that song again if you hadn't mentioned it. So thanks for that. Hey, you're welcome, Paul. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Paul's gonna know it. Uh, yeah, I don't like. Uh, I I don't like Tainted Love. I'm sorry. Okay. That's funny. I like. It's all right. No qualms. I have qualms. <laughs> uh, oh, what's another one that's funny that I hate? Uh, that's just like a weird song to hate. Uh, okay. There's one I thought of today. Here's a song that I I'm not I'm not crazy about. Okay. I'm not I, – I dislike it more than I like it. Okay. And I know you're going to disagree. Okay. Chicken fried. Oh, I do disagree. It's on my guilty pleasures playlist. It's one of those songs that um, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it reminds me of something specific, but that's a bop for me. And again, we have eclectic music taste. I like a lot of country from all the eras of country. Forever and ever. Amen. Yeah. Um, I like a lot of country, but not really anything past Randy Travis, I would say. Yeah. I love Josh Turner. I do Josh love Josh Turner. Josh and Joshua Lee Turner. And both, both of them. They're very different. Oh, that's the one I forgot to mention. I, I just posted about him the other day because Joshua Lee Turner's new album, Public Life, it's not that new, it's last year, um, I think is the best album of the last decade. I love that album. It's fantastic. Like, uh... I don't know. I've listened to it on repeat since it came out. Uh, so there's a shout out. If you don't listen to anything else from this episode, 
Um, go well, for forget him. you. Go listen to him. Yeah, go listen to Public Very Life, talented. Joshua Lee Turner, the whole album. Yeah, so there's us talking about music. I don't know that we have. Do I don't. Else? No, I don't think I do. I, I'm honestly just interested to see how well this episode performs, yeah. like compared to our other stuff. Are people like if people are interested to hear us talk about music, yeah. or if they just want us to stay in our lane and stick to music? I would also like movies. to say that this is an exception. This is not like this not is not going to happen very often. Out. We're no. just, just you know, we're testing the waters. Call outside the lines a little bit. Yeah, you know, live a little. Yeah. Um, Star podcast. Shut up. Yeah, so we're going to do something right now um, in preparation for next, the next episode. Oh, that's episode. right. We are going to pull up IMDb's top 100 movies of all time. Yes, and we're going to pick a random number between 1 and 100, Yes, and we're going to review that movie next we're time. We're going to watch it and review it. If it's something we've already seen, we'll skip it. We'll just re-roll. Um, but feel free to watch it. Watch it along with us. Leave a review. Yes. Leave a voicemail. Yeah, and so that's what I think can be really fun. So... What whatever movie we end up picking with the random number generator, watch it with us, and then call into the number nine one eight two six eight six three three seven and tell us what you think of it, and we'll respond to your opinions on the show. Okay, so yeah. um, whatever movie we pick, watch it along with us before the next episode comes out, and uh, then call and leave your opinions. Yeah. So if you have a movie night coming up and you feel for whatever reason that we're going to dictate that, here you go. All right. All right. Well, Joe, I have the no, I have the list pulled up. Pick a number between one and a hundred. I pick. Number 90. Wow, okay. Number 90 is M. We're watching M. It's Oh, it came out in 1931. All right, we might. Well, it's a, it? a It's an hour and a half. Directed by Fritz Lang. When the police in a German city are unable to catch a child murderer, other criminals join in the manhunt. Okay, so it's called M. Just a letter M. Uh, do we want to re-roll? Uh, let's re-roll and see what we get. But okay. I'm honestly okay with sticking right. with M if we want. 78. Those are really high rolls. 78 is Avengers Endgame. I okay, think we've seen gonna, that. Uh, re-roll. 43. 43. Uh, 43 is The Departed. I've seen that. Yep, I've seen it. Uh, 78. 78. We just rolled that. Was that? That was Endgame. <laughs> 62. 62. Okay, all right. The Shining. We've seen that. All right, do we want to stick with M? No, hold on. 45. 45, Okay. Great, here we go. Grave of the Fireflies, 1988. That's something I've been wanting to watch for a really long time. It's an animated actually. movie. Uh, looks like an it is not an anime, is it? Asayo Takahata. Um, Bless you. All right, came out 1988. Looks like an animated movie. This is what we're watching. Don't watch M. If you already started M, I'm so sorry. But you can still call us and leave your opinion. Yeah, and also, props to you for being that fast. Yes, but, <laughs> yeah, true. What we're going to watch next week is Grave of the Fireflies. That'll be the next episode, or an episode here in the next few. Um, so watch it along with us. Leave us or uh, call us and tell us what you thought at 918-268-6337. And uh, we'll play your voicemail on the show. Um, so, yeah, anything else, Joe? Uh, no, but I do think that if you do enjoy music, then check out the sweet outro music that we have queued up for you. Here it is. 